I'll do for you. You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. Chef Rob Burmeister, the culinary renegade here, and next to me, as always, is the Italian scallion, Chef Clemenza Caserta Jr. What's up, buddy? Happy Halloween in a couple of days. Yeah, trick or treat, man. Yeah. I'm shocked that you're not dressed up. We have studio guests. I know, I know. It was uh, too late. I didn't have anything good. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little <laughs> right now. If it was closer to it, if like Halloween was tomorrow, I would have been dressed up. But it's, it's like a week away for me almost. You know? Maybe I have to come in in a wig and skirt from now on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got a jam-packed show today. We got in the studio right now one of my favorite all-time sous chefs from Chow and from basically my whole career. We got Chef Christine Cavallano in the house from nice. Flour and Ice Cheesecake. What's up, Chrissy? Nothing much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, so I was so excited. You got a skull trapped around it. What's chilly up here? Well, I, I did put the AC on. Because... I'm in shorts. I'm wet. I just came back from the gym from swimming. <laughs> she bubbled up in a skull. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, she was always like that, though, right? You always had, like, a, a hooded sweatshirt under, under your chef under coat chef and everything. Coat. I think it's a girl thing. A lot of girls are always cold. Me, I'm never cold. I'm just a fat hairy right. guy. They don't have high blood pressure like, like <laughs> we do, you know? <laughs> But, yeah, so uh, she reached out to me just to ask me, uh, you know, to help her out with the flowerandice.com that she's got, these cheesecakes. And I was like, well, you got to be on my show. And she was like, what show? So I was like, Let's No, go. I knew what show you nah, had. I, know. <laughs> I mean, you never heard of Big and Beefy? What's the matter with you? 
Well, so, and here she is. That you got some uh, nice cake samples for us to taste in a little while. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty sick. You got some that, stuff to eat. What did you make? Well, my fermented rutabaga sauerkraut is done. <clears throat> okay. And I got some turnip, two types of turnip kimchi, a sweet one and a hot one. Yeah, so we got so, some yeah. cheesecake. It's a burnt salted caramel. Right, and a key and, lime. And a key lime cheesecake. Yeah, I'm psyched. I'm excited. And we just had another <laughs> fine pie from Joe and Pat. Yeah. We got to get them to sponsor just so we don't have to I pay $90. Let's just have some coffee, get some cocktails <laughs> going, have a few drinks, just fucking hang out. Yeah. Well, that's what we're doing anyway, so. Right. So how, how was your week, Clint? Anything going on, or? Things are, things are good. Nice. I really don't remember much of the week. <laughs> things are good. Nice. Things are definitely good. You know, same bullshit. You know, nothing, yeah. uh, no drama, nothing crazy happening. Right, Took cool. care of some business, got some stuff done. Working on something that uh, I think is going to go pretty far. <laughs> so you did a few things. You got a thing. I and did a few you, you, you can't really talk I about any of it. I'm working on something else with two other guys that I think is going to go places. <laughs> That's all I can say. Nice. Yeah, but I don't say my, anything else. I have to throw you in the fucking bathroom and lock you up in there. <laughs> <laughs> my week was basically the same. You know, worked to school. But uh, this this past week I went to Anateca Maria. For a friend of mine's birthday, and uh, yeah, it, no, it was good. Yeah. It was it was delicious. One, there's two things that I actually I'm, I'm on that roll now of sending stuff back. Okay. One thing I did, we ordered this ravioli that they had, and it was crowded. And the girl goes, oh, "We ran out of ravioli," but she said she'll make you one with some uh, acorn squash. We're like, "Perfect, send it." And then the girl comes out later and goes, "Uh, we found some in the freezer." You know, and we're like, "What?" And she goes, I told him to give it to you anyway. And it was like frozen ravioli that must have been on a special a long time ago. And, okay. you know, it was like, eh, but what are you giving that? Why are you telling us you pulled it out of the freezer? Yeah. You, you claim you have fresh pasta and all that. So, but that, I ate the whole thing anyway. But then, you know, I had some lamb hearts were delicious. They, they ran out of a lot of things. I wanted the chicken heart, liver, and um, kidneys, but they ran out of those. So I got lamb hearts, sweetbreads. I got the rabbit. It was a braised rabbit with like this white wine cream sauce. Now, was this the grandmother special or off the menu? Grandmother. Well, the lamb hearts and sweetbreads were on the menu. And then the, the rabbit was the grandmother special. See, I think I must have had like a bad grandma. Because it was like... <laughs> <laughs> there, was like yeah. there was like five things on the menu. It was like a portobello, stuffed portobello that, you know, any... I mean, fuck. <laughs> no, it's blowing that way. It's letting it blow right in your face. Right, you know how I feel about the whole Halloween thing and the haunted little girl and yeah. things moving around in this room and yeah, someone's going to come jumping out of the closet. So don't be strange if things stop moving. Get that. Why is this guy looking at me? <laughs> he was facing this way before. He must have moved on the road. <laughs> see? 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 Yeah. But uh, anyway, like, like any monkey could have grilled a portobello with olive oil, salt, and pepper and threw... Panko breadcrumb on with olive oil and salt and pepper. That was it. Right. But was no it a grand cheese. monkey? It was a grand monkey. <laughs> Look, I had the pasta dish there that was phenomenal. Right. It was a baked, like what they call al forno, which means baked pasta out of the oven, whatever right. you want to say, which was spot on the money. The fruta de mare was cooked. Christ couldn't have come off the cross, and you know Jesus couldn't have come off the cross and made him better than himself. But lack of seasoning, lack of acidity... You know, the final little nuances weren't really there for me. And that's all I remember having. We had like six or seven dishes the night. You know, right. and, it, you know, there's nothing memorable about it. Right. 
You well, know, this, it, was good. Is, it didn't suck. Right, but this, but everything I ate was delicious this time. But the last time, everything was under season. They had pig's feet, yeah, testicles, and it all tastes season. like the same thing. They've got to explain to the grandmothers, don't cook like you're cooking in your house with no salt. Because they're all great. Even my mother, her mother, my grandmother, they're all great cooks. Yeah. But they don't put salt anymore because they can't have it. Right. You can't cook like that in a restaurant. you got to explain that to them. Yeah. Probably 50,000 times because they're all going a little senile. But yeah. you have to explain that to them. I paid the woman 20 bucks to hit me with a wooden spoon. <laughs> Did you spank you in the ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what, though. They, they were great. And one of them, grandmothers, not the one that was cooking that night, the one that makes the pasta or whatever, okay. she was walking around the tables. And, now, do you really think they got another grandmother downstairs? Uh, no, it's... No, uh, it's Flacco and Paco yeah, and Jose. Yeah. Like, oh, the other grandmother's downstairs. Well, get her up here. No, the one that's upstairs on that show kitchen, yes. she only does her one of two yes. things for the night. My thing is this. They hyped it up so much, for me, it didn't live up to the hype. It definitely did not right. live up to the hype. Yeah. Was it bad food by any means? No. You can see there's a lot of love and a lot of care and a lot of yeah. thought in their food. Just a little under-seasoned, a little underwhelming, a little forgetful. Some of it was actually very good. Right, but yeah. you know the lamb hearts were great. But anyway, so now everything was great. The yeah, rabbit was phenomenal. Back. So they didn't have much on dessert, but I was like, I really want some. But I didn't want a crepe. I didn't want. And they had, um, what the fuck is the ice cream? The, uh, the gelato. Gelato. They had Nutella, coffee, or almond. So I got Nutella, and then it says your choice of sauces: chocolate or espresso. Okay. What would you think? I would go with espresso. Right. So that's what I went with. So now they come out, they say happy birthday to the girl that we were with, and they hand me my fucking, they hand the two other people their ice cream, solid, everything, and they hand me mine, and it looked like they put it in the microwave for 47 minutes, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like this, just looking at it, like I was so depressed. And then all of a sudden, the now the waitress doesn't is, come on. This is how... Could the other two be frozen? And they must have pulled yours out so early. No, this is what happened. So the girl comes around, and she goes, how is everything? I'm like, everything was great, except my dessert. Can I ask you a question? How do you do the cappuccino? I mean, the espresso sauce. Is it just a hot cappuccino poured over my... She goes, oh, yeah, that's how we do it. It's called the bippity-boppity-boo. And I'm like, all right, well, you should put that on the menu, because it says chocolate sauce or... Espresso. I was like, I would have had an espresso on the side and ruined yeah. my own ice cream. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, you know, I got to watch Pee Wee's Playhouse to see, learn how to make uh, ice cream soup. Did you call it an affogato? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I said, no more regato, affogato. <laughs> you know, so I was like, she goes, oh, I'll take it off the menu. I'm like, I really just wanted ice cream, you know, like with a nice little sauce. And then it was just so mayhemy and, you know. It was, was mayhemy. It was. It was very mayhemy. Because the people we went, we drank about six bottles of wine. Everyone's, you know, like all giggly and loud. They're singing happy birthday here. The grandmothers are like hugging my friend and slapping me in the face with that side of beef back on that they got. And, you know, it was, it was, it was good. Though. I enjoyed it. Oh. <laughs> you had a little meeting over there, in other right. words. Right. So, you know, then after that, I went to a nice Irish bar and drank till around 4 in the morning, so it was good. I got my fill. But, uh, yeah, and then hung over on Sunday, ordered about $80 worth of Chinese food, and that was it. Now we're here today. We were talking, so. it was funny. We went to the chiropractor today, and we were talking about him with food. Everywhere we go, we always wind up talking about food with people. And even he was saying, like, 
A lot of these places don't live up to the hype. When we're talking about Chinese food and this, like pizza, I, I recently found a few good places for pizza again now. But Chinese food, is, to me, is not a good Chinese fucking restaurant set up. So you, the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> you got a toy over there that you didn't show me what it was. No, it's nothing. You got things. No. You got a lot of things. Yeah, okay. The maracas. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about Chinese food. And to me, it's not a... <laughs> I know it's a nice thing you know it. But you see the toy. What do you got? Because you know, you know what it is. <laughs> It looks like a fucking Zippo. Uh, <laughs> it's a little fart machine. Apparently there's different styles of farts on here. That's the wet and juicy. That one's called the Bronx Bomber. That's why I recorded these all this weekend. No. <laughs> all right. But, um, yeah. I just surprised them with all different noise stuff every week. So. I'm hitting the wrong fucking vape. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah, All right, but, so you were talking to the doctor. Another Chinese, like, name me a good Chinese food place out here. I it's love... It's hard that they closed Corner House. I heard that's great yeah. over there, the, uh, on Lincoln Avenue Gourmet or whatever. Now? Yeah. I haven't been I there. I haven't been there yet. That's what I'm going to hit. My father's been there, like, twice. My cousins go, like, once a week, and they say that's... you have to get the pork belly. It's, like, crisped up and delicious. Okay, you know and... what? I'm going to eat there tomorrow night. And I love the one in the mall, in the back of the mall, Penn. Yeah, the one in the back of the mall is good. It yeah. is good. I'll East give you West that. Or, uh, East something. No more Lum Chin or, uh, what was it, Fortune Guard, and now became Jack Mao, which is... Uh, yeah. A lot of them lost it. Yeah. And, uh, now, I will show you a little dive, a couple of little dive holes, delivery spots that got decent enough food that compete with the Jack Mao's and the Lum Chins, and it's half the price. You got... Panda Garden on Lincoln Avenue, mm-hmm. which is not bad at all, or the other one on Richmond Road next to Nakaida, across from the Berry Homes. It's not okay. terrible. They actually, if you tell them to make crispy duck, it's actually pretty fucking good. And they have a couple of good dishes, solid dishes on them. And they give you the greatest thing ever. They give you a choice of combo. Like, you can get some boneless ribs, lo mein, fried rice, and chicken chow mein in one combo plate. Oh, like fifteen dollars. Right. Instead of ordering like six different things, yeah. you order a couple of different guys. It was the greatest fucking idea that I've seen. It was dirt cheap. Yeah. And it wasn't this. The one I used to go to uh Fortune Cookie on in the Path Mark on Forest Avenue. Another place I used that to used to be very it. decent. And then one day I didn't even know it was and, and the egg roll was a plastic toy like nut. You know, like a screw and nut thing? No, you nutted in your egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like the silver paint was peeling. It was disgusting. Yeah. But then my sister's birthday was last week. We got Chinese food. She got it from there. And it was delicious. And their wonton soup had bok choy. It had roast pork in it. Not like all these That's other ones. That's my biggest pet peeve with the Chinese. Listen, Chinese people, do not get fucking cheap with the bok choy and the pork back in the soup. You cheap motherfuckers and stop putting nine wonton skins on a fucking wonton. <laughs> Yeah. I hate when you get like these blown up wontons that are the size of like small tennis balls and then it's nothing but broth. There's no green, there's don't even get me started. I can go on a roll all fucking day about this and bad pizza and Staten Island food all day. Maybe right. maybe we gotta start our own food column too. Yeah. This is what I think. Anonymous. 
Yeah, it's got to be anonymous. I thought about it. There's some people I really want to rip apart. I don't, I don't want to put anybody out of business or hurt anybody, but being a chef and being in the business, when I watch you practice things that are wrong and your place is dirty and it's a little unsanitary and you're just robbing the fucking people because they know what the price of your ditch costs and you're doing a shit ton of business, I take a little bit of exception to that. Someone needs to come down and smack you off your high horse and put you in fucking perspective. Yeah. There is a good Chinese place on Manor Road, Tax. The guy used to own all the Mei Lings. Okay. And and you know, I think I know who you're talking about. And he about, sold them. His brother took over one, whatever. But now he has tax, and he has it for a long time. And I went in there and was talking to the guy once, because everyone's talking about it, blah, blah, blah. One guy used to deliver for him. So I went out there, I reached out, I took a selfie with him. And he was telling me that he's the only one with real fried rice. He goes, I do it how you supposed to Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. I don't add, just add the soy sauce and make my rice and do all that shit and and he's good. He's got good beef on a stick and whatever. I don't know. I'm done. I just we were talking about this last week how the busy places are putting out shit stuff like they don't care anymore. Yeah. You know they're just well, making money and. I think it's time for our news. You want to get into our news? I'm uh, sure. Let me just find the. CTF News with Big and Beefy. First off, I just have to say, someone died today, Monsignor Dorney from St. Peter's. I don't know if you remember him from the church, the little guy, hunched over. I cool. smoked pot and drank in St. Peter's. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> but, <coughs> No, but I do feel bad. I remember... Cool guy. He used to go brother like... Will? Was there a brother Will? Brother Steve. Yeah, brother Steve. Brother Steve. Yeah. He was some kind of brother. <laughs> brother Steve. Yeah, but this was... He wasn't at Peter's High School. He was at the main church, so he, like, married all my friends and, you know, cool guy, but he just died today, and he, he was, like, well, one of those guys that hung out during Monsignor Dawny. But, you. uh, <laughs> and it's also a sad day because there's no good news about my favorite food in the world today. What's Hot that? dogs. Why not? Well, there's a report here that came out today on uh, NBC, I believe. Well, my computer's taking forever. But... A company did a uh, study on 348 hot dog and sausages, and here it is. There was human DNA found in most of them. Not I'm like, but it's not, you know, it's small traces. It's <laughs> yeah, but look at, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, people. It's only small traces of human DNA found in hot dogs. Yeah. Now, but let me ask you, when they say human DNA, could it be from people... Handling it like a hand. Yes, well, that's what they say. I mean, it sounds like there's someone masturbating in the batch, but it's not. It is. You have to take it there. Well, I know. So you were thinking. Fair enough, I already got Skivatsu from the fucking the DNA in the hot dogs. You had to take it one further with the special sauce. Right. Well, right. the company's called Clear Food. 345 hot dogs and sausages from 75 different brands sold at 10 real ta- retailers. And found that 14% had hygienic or substitution issues, according to the report. Now, the human DNA, it's from people handling it, maybe not so clean, but it's basically like the bugs. It's still allowed to be, it's like under well, 2%. Well, yeah, and I'll, yeah, I'll tell you that story real quick so people get it. Yeah. When I worked in this giant pots company, I'm not going to say who, that these giant silos of flour. And in the heat, the winter, the change of weather, the rain, the moisture, the top of the tank, I would assume, would get a little moist and the flour would start to grow maggots. And they were actually allowed, 
a percentage of maggots in the pasta. Where, cause first of all, there's nothing unhealthy about eating maggots. Totally skeeved out. I wouldn't do it. I don't care. I don't know. Just fucking know. But it's not bad for you. But they would allow a percentage of it in there. Like, here's a company with, and you can't blame the company, because here's a company with a million pounds of pasta per day. You know, 250,000 pounds of that pasta now is tainted with a slight bit of maggot in it. And I, I ate it. It was good. <sighs> You know, I had no choice. I really didn't want. I kept thinking about maggots, but right. there was nothing, no difference in taste. Yeah. I couldn't tell. But the best is now <laughs> that's in the hot dogs, and no one's going to make a big stink. This is what's going to be the big stink. Two-thirds of the vegetarian samples, there was stuff found in. Ooh. Other important findings include 10% of vegetarian products contain meat. Samples shown chicken, beef, turkey, and lamb were found in the products that were not supposed to have those ingredients. Wow, that's that's a little bizarre. Yeah. Well, the good thing is about all of this is it does show that it is being regulated and it is being caught and it is being found. Right. So that's actually a good side of my mind. Because a lot of these people do it for years and get away with it and no one catches any of the ones. The fact that this is brought to our attention, I think it's good news. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing that I don't well, like. Well, hey, I S- see some and, yeah. and There's a study, hot dogs, bacon, and red meat cause cancer. They're saying that people that eat hot dogs, bacon, cold cuts have a bigger chance of getting colon cancer, which, no shit. Listen, I've been eating supersod and mortadella and pepperoni and privolone all that shit since I'm fucking three. I'm 44 years old. I would have been dead already. Yeah. I just think something will kill you. Everything You might as well enjoy you. your food while you're I here. I think supersod's healthy for you. It is. Salami's a good piece of meat. That's probably not like a polyp on your colon. It's probably a hunk of, of uh, mortadella. Well, look, I mean, the superstar is a cured meat. It's, you know, it's... Uh, yeah. But it's not like eating something fried. What's, what's worse? Something fried and greasy and salty? Or a couple of... Fried cold cuts. That's not a bad idea. I tell you what, though. Do you have a microwave and stick of pepperoni? Yes. Oh, my God. Try this. Go home, buy a stick of pepperoni, cut it into little chunks... However you want to cut it and microwave it, which is a couple, of, maybe a minute. Let's say a minute. And all the fat comes out. Yeah. It's, like, it's like jerky almost. Like it's a unbelievable. When I actually do my beets 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 rustica, I put microwave pepperoni in there. I'll microwave it. It gives you a different texture. It's almost like stage crunchy inside there. It's fantastic. Well, I'm Trust a big me. supporter of the mic. I actually microwave M and M's. Like I yeah. and when they crack, like they just have to crack That's a fantastic. little bit, and that means that the inside's perfectly molten. That's fantastic. It's the greatest yeah. thing yeah, ever. It is. I'll give you I think one. that's what they did to my uh, ice cream at Anoteca Maria. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, he's going to love it. We're going to put it in a microwave. Even, even the little, <laughs> did you eat those Marino's Italian ices? You got it. 30 seconds. Sugar. You and flip the sugar. it over. 30 seconds in the microwave, flip it over. It's nice and soft. You got just where you can peel that whole thing of sugar. I'm telling you, 30 seconds. Yeah. I've tested this from a minute all the way down until I finally got it right. Yeah. 30 seconds is the magic. Yeah. Because that's if you suck the jelly out of a jelly donut and put a Reese's peanut butter cup in there 30 seconds in the microwave. Put it in the hole. 30 seconds. It's delicious. You have remnants of the it's jelly. It's a joke there, but I'm going to leave it alone because we have some minutes <laughs> in the video. So I'll be nice. Um, what else you got? you got? I got something here about Pepsi, which I don't understand. Maybe you can help me. All right. It says... The Pepsi Perfect Limited Release Totally Tanked. Okay, what Pepsi Perfect Limited Release? Have you heard of any of this? No. And it's saying for weeks Pepsi has been hyping the release of Pepsi Perfect on Back to the Future. Okay, the soda company has announced that the fans will be able to get their hands on the goods October 21st, which obviously has passed, but the same day as Marty and Doc from Back to the Future. Lock the door. (laughs) 
But it's that premature release and limited instructions on where to actually buy the product. The fans were left angry and confused. Now, apparently, they well, came out of the with future, them. I think it's their anniversary or something coming up. Yeah, they got the, the tied shoes. Yeah. The self-tied shoes. They just gave Michael J. Fox a pair, and they're releasing them in 2016. But It sold out. And I think the problem is with that. That's probably a collectible can, right. a collectible item. For people, nobody, they announced it, they hyped the shit out of this, and then right. no one can get it. No. Like the Cabbage Patch Kids, yeah, in the old yeah. days. So they put out like a twelve pack and put one can across the stage, yeah. and that was it. It's like the golden ticket. Yeah, <laughs> I got the golden ticket. I got a golden sparkle in my eye. It sold out everywhere within one day. Everybody sold out of this within one day. Nice. It's like the uh, the Lucky Charms with just the marshmallows. Yeah. You get that and a back to the can future Pepsi thing, and you're back fucking gold. Back golden. to the can future. <laughs> back to the can. <laughs> the Clem Caserta story. I'm yeah. going back to the can. Hey, oh, I don't want to go back to Rikers. I don't know anything. All right, well, here's a little story from uh, buddies over in England. There's a Halloween pumpkin shortage, and they're telling people to go towards turnips to decorate, which is. My God. My Lord, woman. What would I want with this? I don't know. She, she's interrupting again. <laughs> okay, so anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's like a wet season over in England. <laughs> I don't, I, everything I'm saying now, like, you're like, what? Wet? <laughs> Testicles? Tube sticks? Tube sticks. There you go. So the, the pumpkins aren't growing. So... As supplies of pumpkins run low, shoppers are being urged to turn to the humble turnip, while shopkeepers are being urged not to sell flour or eggs to trick-or-treaters. So it's weird because we talked about turnips before, but apparently in the old days, there's a law. Um, the reason people do jack-o'-lanterns, it was originally a turnip because some guy, Jack, i got to look up his name here, but this computer What's is... What's his name, O'Lantern? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's where it comes from, because he was, here it is. Here's a pumpkin shorts, blah, 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 blah. All right, here it is. Um, you said that three times already. Where is it? I'm, I'm, well, my computer's, like, taking forever. All right, the practice originated, here it is, long before the pumpkin became the Halloween decoration of choice, people across the British Isles carved scary faces into turnips and placed them near doorways to frighten away evil spirits. The practice originated from a folktale about a man named Jack who, after trying to trick the devil, was cursed to roam the earth with only a burning coal inside a hollowed-out turnip to light the way of the original jack-o'-lantern. Okay. So it was originally a turnip, because I guess no one ate them then either. And, you know, it turned into pumpkin. Yeah, but you know what? I I have a new love for turnips. Yeah. Can you make turnip be something? They're all there. We got to try. I got turnip kimchi, turnip sauerkraut. Can we try them or the cheesecake first? (laughs) We'll try the kimchi and stuff because we'll do the nice to clear all that stuff off the uh, palate. And while you're basically doing Uh this the whole time, (laughs) after all the pickles. All right, I'm going to hook everybody up with some tasty uh, All right, there's four stuff stuff there. We'll get into the cheesecake after this. We'll, We'll... Yeah, we just need a a little thing. So, I mean, that's been... Here's some more news I want to talk about. There's the new show. Did you see Chopped? um, Impossible. Impossible. 
Yes, I am the mail. Right. Good concept, but a lot of our friends are going to be on it. Um, thing is, I think there's 12 contestants. Then the winner of 16, maybe 12. The winner of this goes against Robin Irvine for a chance to win yep. like $40,000. Whatever. Robin Irvine is a, is a judge. He's kind of dicky on it, even though he's pretty cool in real life. But Diane DeMeo, our buddy, got knocked out of this one. But Robin's going to be on the next one. Robin Alvada. Alvada? Almador, something yeah. like that. I don't even know. That. And what is this? That's the sauerkraut. Okay. And um, Chris Santos is two chefs, both one chopped, and now they're getting, they're on this one. So okay, it's it's basically the Chris Santos show, chop. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. I should have stayed working there, and then I would have been on all the time. But you know, fuck it. And so that's it. But they got cool blue jackets, and I want one. I really do. So good luck, Robin, Diane, and the boys over at uh, Beauty in Essex and uh, where else? Stand Social. I really wish I wasn't in that much fucking pain. I'd actually try to audition for this. Yeah, well, these are all like former champions. I think it was basically all the people oh, all that the produced okay, All the guys that won. Yeah. But there's you. Robin right there. She, yeah. I think she was on... She was on your season of Health Kitchen. Yes. And then it, a few years later... She was on Chopped, and then 17 episodes of Cutthroat Kitchen and more Chopped. Yeah, first she was that food truck thing. Yeah. I wonder if she's got people. Does she have someone to uh, to actually, like, book her on all these things? Yeah. I'll ask her. Right. Yeah, and uh, also we have Chef Roe DeLeo coming on later. She's going to be calling in a little while. She was on, Bob, she was on season 13, came in fifth. But she just was on the winner of Next Food Network star Eddie Jackson's new show, Barbecue Blitz. So we'll okay. talk to her about that. Pretty cool. And uh, I don't know. So let's start talking to Christine. Let's yeah, that to... one's too hot. Yeah. It's only the kimchi that's hot. Are they all spicy, Rob? Uh, no, just the kimchi. One of them's sweet. And one of them, just, you know, it's like a little taste. Just the, you know, the taste, because the sauerkraut was pretty wild, like how it, uh, it's rutabaga, rutabaga sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. It's not going to taste like regular sauerkraut. Exactly. You know what? If you would have never told me that was rutabaga, you would never know. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Nope, you would definitely not know. There's no way in the world you would know. Right. And then that's the, like, sweeter version of kimchi. That was my first try. And then I kind of made, like, an Indian version of the other one, which is kind of spicy. So you don't have to eat it all. It's just I just wanted to sample it, the 9 million things I've done with the turnips that I have, and I still have some more. I'm going to throw it out or put it over there because I'm done. I, I couldn't even eat when I was eating it today. So... Chris, let's get into Christine before our other guest comes on. Now, Chris was my sous chef back in uh, 2008, 9, and 10 around, right? Yep, around there. Up at Chow. Greatest ever. Hottest worker, coolest chick. Made the greatest pot smokers food. Like all those <laughs> cupcakes you made, and yep. peanut butter and jelly cupcakes, chocolate covered pretzel. 
you name it. Not only that, she made food to make you fat. And then she also was our resident like personal chef to make people like Weight Watchers meals. So uh, you can join us. Oh, join us, Clem. <laughs> I'm going to take some pictures and get some pictures up. That right. way people can see what we're talking about. And, uh, yeah, so we used to have people come in, and they would want her to make like a week's worth of meals. She'd do it, because apparently what I learned was all these places that said, ooh, there's come to our place, and we have this is 10 points, this is 6 points. It was all bogus, mm-hmm. because the people making it didn't even, because she, you were a Weight Watchers coach, weren't yep. you? Yeah, I was yeah. a leader for like 5 years. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, but now she has flowerandice.com, and she makes sweet and savory cheesecakes, and they look fantastic. And I know they're delicious because, you know, she cooked for me for all those years, and just everything that she made was fantastic. Thank you. And we have a burnt salted caramel mm-hmm. and a key lime. See, key lime is one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah? Yeah. Now, which do you enjoy better? Like, you you were a sous chef for years. Do you enjoy being in the kitchen more, or do you enjoy the baking part of it more? Well, it's funny. I went to culinary school for savory. Okay. And when I was in the pastry kitchen, when we did our final, like, couple months of service, I fell in love with pastry. Like, I, I knew felt, you were going to say that. I, I just fell in love with, like, the, the intricacy of it. And, and then when I moved, I actually left Chow to move to Austin, Texas, and I was a pastry chef down there um, at Whole Foods. So okay. basically all of the cakes that are that are here in, like, New York and every other Whole Foods is baked in Austin. So I worked Ooh. in kind of their commercial bake, you know, bake shop, and so I got to do things on a larger scale. And I just continued to just fall in love with all things pastry and sweet. Oh, awesome, and, awesome. Yeah. And and so even uh, though I don't get to do it, like, full time, um, flour and ice is kind of the, like, the labor of love that came out mm-hmm. of just like testing a bunch of recipes and playing around with different flavors and watching way too much Food Network. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like which, how Chewing the Fat came about. We're, we were working and stuff, getting annoying, and it was like the two hours a week where we can just hang out and talk about other people's doing, you know, <laughs> like what they're doing. And... Now, what is this, burnt, salted burnt caramel? Mm-hmm. So okay. the base is like a graham cracker base. Um, but then the filling's like a vanilla, just a straight, simple vanilla, really creamy filling with, with a burnt caramel and some sea salt. Okay. And then the key lime is sort of a more of a sour cream base because it complements the, the key lime nicely with, with, again, another graham cracker, graham cracker crust. And then a little bit of candied lime on top. Oh, yeah. Candied lime. I know that, that uh, was with uh, Alex Shelley bitched about me on Chopped, remember? I can't <laughs> eat this candied lime. <laughs> What's the name of your company again? The Fire and Ice Liquid Flour. Flour and Ice. Flour and Ice. Flour. 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 Like white powdery stuff. F-L-O-U-R. Yes. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually just got chosen to be at the New York City Bridal Expo. That's right. And you, you have a fundraising page, right? Yeah, because it's expensive to go to those things, yeah. man. And they want a thousand samples. So um, I started like an Indiegogo like crowdfunding site. So you can go to, to bit.ly slash flour and ice. To visit the crowdfunding page, if you want to donate like a dollar or fifty yeah, cents, every little bit helps, man. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You always get these cool things coming up, and then uh, then they hit you with like it's almost not worth. You want to do it to get exposed, 
but then it's going to break the bank yeah. just to be even go there. Like, it's... That that happens with a lot of these events. Like you're like, all right, I'm gonna set up a tent and do stuff. All of a sudden, you you paid for it, you did this, and then it rains, or not a lot of people were there, or yeah. it's busy, but now you're giving away more stuff. So I, I don't know, but you have to do these things. You have to do them to get. And recognized. I thought the nice four inch, like those sizes, are perfect. Like you know, everyone's into cupcake. Everyone was into cupcakes right. for uh, weddings, and I thought, how cute would those be for like. You know, a bride looking to do like a alternative to a, a wedding cake. Right. You know? Right. Definitely. And even you know, like some people uh, give something to to the folks to go, like the couples. Mm -hmm. Here's bagels and a newspaper. Here's a cheesecake. <laughs> Take a nice little cheesecake. But yeah, I'm actually psyched. I haven't had your food in a long time, and I'm. Uh, I hope you like it. I know I will. All right. This is the key lime. I'm trying. Right. Mm -hmm. We got key lime. Mm. Let's see when it's quiet. Ooh, it's got the nice little, the nice little kick that I love. Very good. It's nice and creamy. Because the problem is with a lot of cheesecakes, it's crumbly and dry, and this one is like totally creamy. Like you can't overcook it. Like you got to pull it out when you think it's still raw. Right. It's almost like you're like it's not done. That's yeah, you're, it's done. you're like resting a steak almost, but mm -hmm. you're, you're doing it with cheesecake. Yeah. By far one of the best pieces of cake I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. That's that awesome. Like, that is absolutely fantastic. It doesn't look like most cheesecakes does not split all over the place on the top. <laughs> you know how long that took, by the way, to mm. not have it. Every time a cheesecake cracked, it's like, it! and it would taste good, but it's right. It's not. You know, you can't. You can't give somebody a cracked cheesecake. Right, unless you're frosting it or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm playing around with like a bunch you of different flavors. You want to be the salted caramel? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hell yeah. And bring your plate right up. I, uh, I've been playing around with some other flavors like a, like a, like a sweet corn. No. So using Ooh. like dehydrated corn and doing like a, um, like a brown butter crust. So playing around with like, Ooh. like pushing the boundaries between sweet and savory. Uh-huh. Have you made anything with chocolate? Yeah, I do a chocolate peppermint for the holidays. Um, I also do like a chocolate hazelnut. Um, and my favorite one that I've been that I did was a chocolate espresso. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Now you know what I'm gonna ask you. Uh oh. Peanut butter and jelly. Do you do it? I know. I I have to test it because peanut butter changes the texture of a cheesecake. It doesn't give it like that unctuous, creamy. How about they have the dehydrated? Yeah, they have yeah. the dehydrated powder um, or whatever that, all these diets now. I think it's something that you Maybe use. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to so. test that one next. But, yeah, pe peanut butter makes it, like, too too dense almost, yeah. you know. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try it. Don't worry. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's on I mean. the doctor. I need my peanut butter and jelly stuff. <laughs> have you ever made um, a Nutella cake? I have. I've made, I've made like, a cake cake. Um but the chocolate hazelnut uh, cheesecake actually has, um, I make a hazelnut brittle, and I grind it in the food processor, so it, like, kind of gives it, like, a different, I do a pistachio the same way. So it gives it, like, that nut flavor mm. without, like, just being Nutella. You I'm, going know? A, I'm going to Ohio. <laughs> yeah, really, I think we're all coming over here. All right, good. <laughs> This is fantastic. The caramel is unbelievable. Oh it's unbelievable. I got to tell you what I love most about this is, a lot of people do like this salted caramel stuff or they, you know, whatever it may be, and it overpowers everything. This has the right amount of everything. You can actually taste the cheesecake, which is delicious. You can taste the graham cracker. 
Then the caramel kind of kicks in, and then it kind of finishes at last with a little bit of salt. It is absolutely perfect. It's a beautiful progression of flavors. I fucking love it. Thank yeah. you so much. That's awesome. Thank you. You can put that on your website, like... The quotes. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's a beautiful <laughs> progression of fucking flavors. Go get some now, you fucking fucking animal. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, no, it, it's, 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 it's because when you first bite into it, you do, you taste the cream cheese, and then the second thing you get is you get the, the graham cracker on the bottom, then the caramel sneaks up on you. Yeah. And then the very end, the salt. Yeah, you get that little salt on like the, the back of your tongue. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. nice. Thank awesome. you so much, guys. I'm so glad there you're here. There may be like a, <laughs> may be like a, an American Pie scene in here. What's the movie? <laughs> oh, yeah, American Pie. <laughs> yeah, American Pie. <laughs> I'll be right back. Club Concern is starring in American Cheesecake. Oh, <laughs> no, it really is fantastic. It really is fantastic. It's creamy. It's delicious. I'm going to have you, another you, piece of this. You really got to go. Just check out her uh, menu on flowerandice.com. She does them all to order, right? Like if yeah. you people order them, then you're going to make them. It's not like she has them loaded up in a freezer. No, and I do four inch, six inch, and then nine. Oh, nice. So you can choose different sizes depending on what you want. And if you don't see a flavor there, like, and you want something, we can definitely talk. Right. I learned that from Rob. Never say no. Exactly. (laughs) You'll figure it out, damn it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, spinach? Ooh, how about a spinach on a choke cheese? That would be good. Woo. Yeah, but... Yeah, you can't say no nowadays because people suck. I got to tell you, that fucking key lime was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was this one. I think this was delicious. Yeah, I love it. It's almost, I'm almost glad I don't work with Christine anymore because I, that was all I would eat was cupcakes. Now, I'm going to tell you the one downside to this. If you buy it, you're going to eat the whole fucking thing. It's so good. Right. <laughs> right, and it's small enough where you don't feel that guilty. Yeah, exactly. If you get the little guy. I did flip it upside down on purpose. Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, I thought you did. I was like, oh, is he observing the crust? Well, no, but now, you know what, though? <laughs> I saw you looking, but it is the right amount of crust. Now you have it upside down. You can actually see that. Look at that. That's perfect. Yeah. Now, I don't want to bring back old days, but one of the t- one of the days that I worked with you that I felt so bad. Oh, no. When we were doing that specialty birthday cake for somebody. Oh, no, I don't want to talk about that. And the that. fondant, it was so hot in the kitchen that we were trying to do it in the walk-in. You were crying back and forth. I was, doing, I was and forth decorating like... a cake in the walk-in. And I was crying. And you were like, how's it going, Chris? And I was like, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> and they wanted, like, didn't they want, like, a Lion King and a yeah. Little Mermaid? Uh-huh. And here I am trying to work. I was initially working in the basement. Right. And Francisco would walk through and be like, hello. Yeah. Like, Francisco, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it moving, Francisco. <laughs> he was working at Liberty Tavern, Black Dog, up until about a month ago. He went back to Mexico for oh, a little while. He was the nicest. <laughs> I love the Iron Sheik. You look like the Iron Sheik. Yeah. And still to this day, I walk in, hi, sir. Hi, sir. The strongest, nicest old man. Yep. Got to be about 73 years old, and he's got, like, Popeye arms, and he's, he was great. Ricky's doing well. Yeah. Ricky runs uh, Grit's Place on New North Lane, does the food there. He gets written up now and oh, stuff. Oh, good for him. And, he was always, he was really good. Yeah, but he's so cute, you know. He's oh, still he's the same. I worked right next door to him for, like, four years. And I'd go out, smoke a cigarette. He'd hang out the window, and we'd just hang out every day. <laughs> Do you remember when Francisco made those chicharrones? 
tacos yeah. with the to- homemade tomatillo salsa. <gasps> and then he pulled weeds out of the back and was making us eat them. It was episote. Yeah. It's supposed to take the gas out of the beans and stuff he was making. But And the chicken necks. I make all the time. He would saute them with garlic, onion, and cumin. Like all the, because we never, we had whole chickens, and we would use everything for every, sell buffalo chicken livers, and the necks, and the, the yeah. ass, everything. We would, we would sell everything. And we did everything from, like, sandwiches, and then remember where we had that, like, um, we did the baked and puff pastry, the beef, the Wellingtons? Yeah. We did, like, homemade, <laughs> and then I was making puff pastry in the back. I'm like, wow, I think I got it. <laughs> yeah, I think we were all high. I mean, we didn't even do anything, but we would go into work, and it was, now, I was like, I owned the place, but I acted like there was no boss there, really. We were just like, whoever wants to do whatever, do whatever. I still see bagels. Remember bagels? He's always asked for everybody, and, you know, it was just fun working there, and it was like, it was really like a test kitchen. Yeah. Because I hated doing anything on the menu except for the pretzel club. Like the create your own salad, I want to shoot people. That was Cormac wanted that stuff. I know. We thought it was just so dumb, too. We were like, oh, another create your own oh, salad. Oh, God. But the pretzel club, everyone everyone in my family still talks about that sandwich with the smoked tomato mayo. Yeah. It's like- and there's two restaurants on Staten Island that still have it because they steal it, and people like it's disgusting when you go That's there. the same. Nah. It's horrendous. But, yes, people, floweradice.com. Check it out. We got delicious, savory stuff. And Yeah, tell us, because you were telling us before the show, but tell us about uh, the different flavors you got. Yeah, so we do, obviously, sweet. Um, sorry, I'm choking on cheesecake. Um, and by the way, Ray is in the chat room. Oh, is he? Yeah, what's up, Ray Ray? How are you, pal? <laughs> hey, babe. Um, He's pushing it. He goes, I had several of the flavors, if you like cream and cheesecake and graham cracker crust. Yeah. Well, he was kind of the inspiration because he always wanted, like, he, I would always make cheesecake. He's like, I want more graham cracker crust. So, like, he's he's the, like, the measure by which I go, like, if it's the perfect right. amount of graham cracker. I think cracker. that is the perfect amount. And I'm glad you said that, too, because a lot of them, it's, like, paper thin. It's like a dust. Or it's not even a crust. Or, yeah. That's just, like, you got you got to taste it. The two complement each other perfectly. Yeah. And I yeah. like where you can pick it up and almost eat it like a slice yes, of pizza exactly. because it's not crumbly. Exactly. And you got to take, you got to put enough butter in there. People scrimp on the butter in a cheesecake, you know, in a uh-huh. crust, and that's why No, you got to have the whole buttery. Mm-hmm. It's they kind of also like a cookie. Like, I also like when she said you don't overcook it. It's got to look raw when you think. Yeah. Not many people really know that. And it's it's a shame because a lot of people make good product but just overcook it. It gets mm-hmm. dry. Like you can taste the flavor there, but the texture's never there. Yeah. And that's, you nailed it. Thank you. You nailed it. It's perfect. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, we but that happened to his shit. He did a, an Italian night or whatever. And well, just who, who did I leave it with to watch in the oven? Right, look. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever you do, don't burn the fucking cheesecake. Amenza, I forgot to I feel like I'm going to get attacked by someone. No. You keep staring at No, I'm looking like I'm looking because I have my glasses on. Well. So. Yeah, we have tons of flavors. I didn't answer your question. But like chocolate espresso, um, like I was saying, is one of the most popular ones. Um, but savory, we do like a sun-dried tomato basil with goat cheese. Ooh. A regatto with cracked pepper. What was lemon. the first word you said? Regatta. No, no, after that, you said something with cracker? Cracked pepper. Okay. Cracked pepper. I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I thought you were going to... Well, I mean, we're all from Staten Island. We don't say ricotta. <laughs> no, it's regatta. It's regatta. Yeah. Ooh, cracked pepper. 
<laughs> That's, what I That's how I sell so many. Yeah. First one's free. <laughs> and then actually, and then um, there's like a fig, um, a fig and rosemary, and that was inspired by a Trader Joe's. Yeah, I was going to ask you, had. how did you come up with a fig and rosemary? I was, tasting a, I was tasting a rosemary and raisin cracker, and I was Ooh. like, oh my god, like this is so good. Okay. And I was like, you know what would be even better with rosemary than raisins? Figs. Yeah. And so I do I a rosemary cheesecake, but it started with a rosemary ice cream that I made. And I made a fig caramel sauce. That Why hasn't she been on our show before? Where have you been? I'll come back. She was working her other job. <laughs> no, she can't get it on. Anytime you want to drop off samples or you need somebody to taste stuff, <laughs> Monday nights, Rob and I are here. Just feel free to drop All whatever right. you need off. Yeah, give us a call every come week by, and yeah, just give by, us the flavor in. of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but rosemary's like, you never would think rosemary's perfect in desserts, but... It works. Perfect. It does work. Yeah. See, I like people that are, are passionate about what they do and they're into what they do and they actually take pride in what they do. Right. And they actually make a good product at the end result. Yep. Well, that, that's what it is. And, you know, Chris and I were talking earlier and it's just, you do a regular job to pay the bills. Yeah. And to support your, as she said, the labor of love. Like, yeah. you want to do something. And it's great if you can make a couple of bucks off of it. But, like, even this, if, what, if it becomes this giant successful business, you won't be able to sit there and make them anymore. you got to hire people I to know. make them. And, and it's know. funny because my mom's always like, oh, you're working so – because I'll come home at night from my, my day job and bake. She's like, oh, you're working so hard. And I'm like, but this is, like, this is what I live for. Like, yeah. I'm at work all day thinking – Oh, I can't wait to go home, home and, and make start cheese. baking, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I just got, like, this sweet, like, this new uh, food processor that I'm playing around with, and I got my KitchenAid. I got, like, Don't you love when you get all the toys? It's so exciting, like. It's the best. See, that, see, chefs get to relive, like, being kids, because yeah. a lot of people don't get toys at their jobs. Like, you can get so many toys as a chef. Right. So many little gadgets and trinkets and machines. Right. And it's all exciting. And that most fun. people get at a wedding or whatever, and, and then they put it in the garage. Yeah. Because they never, like, I want to just go, I want people to give me all of that stuff they got at weddings. Mm-hmm. You know, give me a fun new pot. I'll do something different with it, you know? like Maybe we can come up with an idea where we can go get all that stuff for everybody cheap and we'll put it on, like, a website. Yeah. We'll call it Fun Ghoul, like Fun Ghoul. <laughs> fun Ghoul. <laughs> give us all your products you want. And we'll sell them for you. Yeah. Fungool.com. I want one of those little blow torches. I, you Ooh. know, if I tell you I have one, I actually won it on Hell's Kitchen. We won a challenge, and we went shopping at some famous place. I don't know what the fuck it was. It wasn't Williams and Norman, not like that. It was some weird place in California. And we had a $200 budget. I was the only one. I spent the most. I spent 199 and I bought a candy. I made a deal with the guy. I'm like, give me that for three cents. We'll make it even 200 He's like, all right. He just looked at me like I was nuts. But I bought I bought. I bought a blowtorch, and I can't for the life of me figure out how to fucking get the thing to work. Oh. I've shown it to a couple other chef buddies of mine. I've shown it to a, a, an engineer guy. He fucking builds pipes and electricity. does the whole life. Wow, I don't fucking know. Wait a minute for 20 minutes. Nobody <laughs> hit the red button? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we hit the red button. But Maybe it just broke. I refuse to believe that it's broke. Matter of fact, I'm going to bring it here next week and you're going to see if you're crafty. All right. Does it have the gas in it? Is it a, it is is it a propane? Yeah, it has got things. <laughs> I wanted to use it to light my cigars when I sit in my chair. I think I wanted it before. That was my thought. I think it would be a little badass chef lighting my cigar with a fucking blowtorch, sitting back relaxing with a fucking little glass of whiskey, and it would be perfect. Yeah. And meanwhile, the thing don't fucking work. 
I think cooking's like magic. Like that's why I love it so much. Like I made marshmallows the other day, and like you watch like this molten sugar, and it just kind of like. And all yeah. of a sudden turns into more, and you're like, yeah. how does that happen? It's, it's like magic. It's, yeah. magic. it's literally sugar and water and corn starch, yeah. corn syrup, and that's it. Yeah. It's the most amazing thing ever. I, I, mean, I always know, want like, to make those. I want to make the giant ones that fit right in the top so of the... They're so easy. You just need a candy thermometer. Like, it takes, like... I stole one. <laughs> I got it. It's next to my bed. <laughs> I wonder if you can make a giant marshmallow, like, fill it up with something. Core out the center of it. Mm. And then fill up the giant marshmallow with something. Melted like chocolate. Like a stuffed marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I want to do for Thanksgiving is make potato croquettes, but with sweet potato, and stuff it with homemade marshmallow. Ooh. I've done it. Ooh. Really? Yeah, Bon Jovi. I, mean, I, I, I was okay. sitting there for Thanksgiving, and I was like, all right, I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. And my uncle actually said, why don't you make a sweet potato croquette? Hey, get the fuck out of here. And then sure enough, I wound up doing it. And I did. I did marshmallow, brown sugar, cinnamon. There was something else we put in there that was weird, but it worked. Was it rosemary? Maybe it was rosemary. And it was the most fantastic little airy, fluffy, pillowy bite of deliciousness. But the sweet potato croquette works. Great yeah, idea. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to try it. I made sweet potato gnocchis. Another came fantastic out pretty idea. Good. Except that was when I, they were coming out like lead balloons, and then I started mixing my homemade ricotta in the, in the dough. It happens. Yeah, it happens. You got to play with it sometimes. Look, even yeah. when I go to make it, I haven't made it in 10 years. The first time I go to make it, I'm probably not going to nail it. I'm going to suck, but I got to make it two or three times again to get back into the right. feel of things. It's like riding a bike. There's certain yeah. things that I haven't made in a long time. You know. That's why I actually like doing the school thing, because I come home and make all these weird pickle things. and. You've been on a well, pickling, canning, brining. Yeah. Well, I got the blood in the... In the Freezer, I'm going to make some nice blood sausage mm. with kidneys in it. Why don't we nice just sausage. fill it up in some bags to go out on Halloween and, like, fake shoot each other and really fuck with people? <laughs> because I want to make blood sausage, not throw it on you. Are you going to put rice in it or oats? Or what do you I was thinking uh, steel-cut oats. Mm. Yeah. And then okay. pieces of kidney in there and maybe some ground pork or something. I want yeah. the grinder, too. I want a meat grinder. I have one from the one that we used at Chow to grind up all the bits for the chicken burgers and for everything. We yeah. ground up yeah, but everything. Can't you just get the attachment on the whole bar? The mm-hmm. KitchenAid, yeah. Yep. KitchenAid, rather, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So you want to get into the top five? Yeah. What time is our guest calling up? Um, she's supposed to call in about a half hour ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, we so might have Stevie calling in. So, uh, being it's Halloween this uh, Saturday, we're going to do uh, top five Halloween candies. All right. So, I mean, it's, you know, a lot of people give crappy candy at Halloween. You know, like, it's just. I hate the crappy candy giving people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one crappy thing that people... You can find great candy at the dollar store now. Yeah. But the one thing that I used to think was crappy, now I love, is the P.A.L. gum. You know, little double bubble. Love the fucking P.A.L. gum. Yeah. Fantastic. It's a jawbreak. It's like, but I love it. I have them. I have a whole bag of them. I'm going to get some next week. It's it's called Rainblow. A Rainblow W. Yeah. I have it. I ordered the, don't ask. I accidentally ordered it on Amazon. He's like, pieces of fucking gum in a bag this big. I have a sack of it. I'll bring you some. Yeah. But, I mean, you get the people that give the five pennies wrapped in aluminum foil. I don't know if they do that anymore. And 
What is 2015? What am I going to do with five cents? I mean, I appreciate I know. Let's throw, you should throw it back go, through that window. I'm not even going to go trick-or-treating. Yeah, right. I'm offended by that. That's true. So, I mean, I don't know. I know my number one is definitely uh, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. But oh, I like when people doubt. give me the real size one. You know, not the little, but now they have the pumpkin I don't, one. I'm going to tell you the truth. Good. I don't like the mini Reese's, the unwrapped mini Reese's in the bag. They do not taste the same as a regular no, Reese's. because they had to make the chocolate different. Yeah. So it doesn't like it all should God. I don't like them. It's different. It's not the same. Yeah. I'm a Butterfinger guy. I like Ooh. the Butterfingers. I like, um, oh, what's the other one that they, uh, that yeah, you rarely see until around Halloween? The, um, the brown paper. Whatchamacallit? No. No, no, it's dark brown, and it's got, like, caramel and peanuts in it or something. Or... Payday? No. No, not a payday. Can't... No. Oh, Henry. Oh, Henry's. Oh, Henry. They only come around around on Halloween and the little ones. You know, Low mind Neil Henry. Yeah. The Kit Kat. I like the mini Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. Now, how many of you have had the chocolate Kit Kat? Nobody knows. No, I'm sorry. It's a chocolate. <laughs> That's why nobody knows what it was. Uh, like... Kit Kats are chocolate. No, no, no. I thought he meant the wafers inside. Yeah, yeah she, she got me. She understood me. They have a chocolate Kit Because my niece had Kit Kats the other night. I'm like, did you try... The chocolate Kit Kat. She's like, no, I'm like you gotta try this. I'm, like, I'm telling you, it's a chocolate Kit Kat, and then it's not. It's a Twix. But the I chocolate the Twix. Twix. Oh, have you tried the chocolate ones? Where the old <laughs> chocolate cookie. It is un fucking believable. Pop those yeah. in the microwave. Throw that in the middle of your cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah. Just grind <laughs> them up and do a fucking chocolate Twix. I can't even do a Twix cheesecake. A chocolate Twix cheesecake. Nice. But uh, yeah, how about you on the candy though? I gotta go jawbreakers, those baby jawbreakers. Uh-huh. Um, come on, what are they called? The green bags. Ferrara brothers make them. For, no, they're called mini jawbreakers. There's a name for them. Jawbusters. Oh, alright. The little mini jawbusters. I'm gonna go. See, I'm not a big chocolatey guy. I do like chocolate, but I'm more of a of a candy guy. I'm gonna go Laffy Daffy. Okay. I think I'm gonna go. What's that candy we like? High chew. Ooh, the high chew. No one really knows about that no. Asian candy. But they got them at Seven Eleven. If you never had a high chew before, I recommend you go get one. They are fantastic. Razzles. I'm gonna go Razzles. Ooh. And I will go something chocolatey. I'm gonna say a crackle bar. Crackle. Yeah. Crackle. Yeah. I like all the mini Hershey. Love the mini. Except Hershey. the special dog, you can shove it up your ass. I don't. I, want hate I don't want brown chalk. Thank you. I used to hate the special dog. Now I don't like it. Philomena's a lover of dog chocolate, but yeah, we got some, uh, yeah, Philly, what's your, your favorite five candy? Well, yeah. wait, wait, I hate to interrupt. This just said Chef Rowe got stuck in a catering thing. Okay. All right, well, go ahead. You guys are all listening. What is Halloween significant of? Candy corn. Yes. Okay. Oh. As a kid. That's Dan. That's Dan right there. Dan candy. is the Yeah, I know. Candy corn. I'm a little older than you I, guys. I would, I would rather have the candy apple candy with a razor favorite. blade in it. Okay. Yeah. Give me the apple with a razor blade in it instead so, of candy corn, old lady. My, my favorites <laughs> are, I'm sorry, Rob. No, I mean the, the old lady that would give you. Yeah. You know, why don't you just give me a butterscotch while you're at it? This is I hate butterscotch. Don't answer fucking your fucking door. Don't answer your door. And you're going to give me shit. got no place in Halloween. Yeah, stop popping corn. Stop popping corn and put it in a Ziploc. I'm going to throw it out. I had a lady once, I swear to God, we were little kids. 
and she gave me some bowl of peeled grapes. And inside the peeled grapes... Are you sure about those ones the kids no, before you test the Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Inside no, the peeled grapes, she shoved an olive pit so it looked like an eye. And she gave me a second, here, have an eyeball. And I reached in the thing and I grabbed it and I looked at it and it looked like an eye. And we all freaked. We ran, we all ran home crying. <laughs> told our parents. What about one of the parents, you know, you know, the one mother. Are you mad and scared my fucking kid went back there? And the lady's just like, it's a Halloween prank. And showed her what it was. She came That's back awesome. It. See, that? I thought you mean she was just, she was peeling grapes and giving them to you. <laughs> no, no. She was, they, were, they were peeling with a thing and she was trying to scare us like a prank. And it worked. I got the shit scared. I was a little kid. I did the fucking thing. It was a little slimy. She had like, <laughs> I think she had like vanilla frosting that was melting there. It was all like gooey and Ugh. slimy. And it was the eyeballs. Like, what the fuck is that? And we all ran. But it was great. So oh. me, me and you are going to indifferent because I like dark chocolate. Oh, dark chocolate, candy dark corn. Chocolate. So my thing first would be a Hershey's dark chocolate. Oh. Then I would go with a Kit Kat. Okay. Um. Then I would go with um, now a later's. Okay. I can see the now um, later. I okay. Think one of mine. Then I would Someone go with uh, the the chocolate Twizzlers. Ooh. Okay. I love chocolate Big Twizzlers. Big fan of chocolate Twizzlers. My right. favorite, one of my favorite candies in the world. Okay. Now, you don't see them anymore, though. Now they say Hershey's on them. It's Hershey's chocolate Twizzlers. Oh, right. My, my, my all-time favorite thing is chocolate. If it's dark chocolate, it's mine. And my... Um, Once you go black, you never go back. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> and the uh, Ferrara Gumbazams, the chocolate Rocher. Ferrara Rocher. Those are fantastic. The Ferrara Rocher. Rocher. Those are Halloween, though. They're very rich people. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. The people that are thinking about in their pocket. Or, or <laughs> the Tortones. The little Tortones. Who gives them a Halloween? A lot of people. If you go into, into an Italian neighborhood, yeah. they give them to you. Yeah. You know what I like on Halloween? When they give you a lasagna in the bag. And it kind of rips through the bottom of your bag. Trick-or-treating, yeah. you take it home. <laughs> Get some refreshing regatta, some mozzarella, some mozzarella. Wasn't my top five. I gave you my top five. Salida, did you go trick-or-treating in your kitchen? <laughs> 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 I think it was just your cousins and your mother just giving you stuff to shut you up. Yeah, Philippine, here's the Ferrara. Take it home. Trick-or-treating. Nah. All right, so we got a call coming in, and it's our it's our uh, Stevie Lee from our new segment. I'm going to play him in with the new segment thing I, play, I uh, made. Yeah, it's Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy's Weekly Crop Report with everybody's favorite urban farmer, Chef Stephen Lee. Hey, Stevie, let's call vegetables, baby. I thought maybe we could do like a, a Green Acres intro or something, you know? Green hey, Stephen Lee, no! What's Green up, Steve? Acres is the place to be. <laughs> I, I was trying. I was, I was looking for yeah. stuff, and I'm like, ooh, it'll rain on the scarecrow. You know, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. I want green. I want the Green Acres scene. You know. You got it. It's coming up. It's coming yeah. right up. <laughs> All right. Huh. How you doing, Chef? What's going on? Yeah. So I'm doing pretty good um, over here in Palm Springs, sunny California. Everything's nice. Right. Nice. We have Chef Christine here. We have Chef Christine in the studio with her uh, flour and ice cheesecake. Say hello to her. Hello. Hey, Christina. How's it going? (laughs) It's going well. How are you? Flour and ice? Yep. Flour and ice. I'll have to check that out. Sounds good. What's that all about? There's just some gourmet. What's that all about, Christina? 
gourmet cheesecakes, various flavors. Um, savory, too. She savory, some savory sweet. Ones. Yeah. Um, some playful flavors, like a sweet corn with a brown butter crust, you know. Just taking the, nice. the can, whole cheesecake and make those? it special. Can you, can you mail them? Can you send me some if I order them? <laughs> sure, absolutely. Yeah? Nice. I just sent, I just sent a cake to uh, Florida, like, uh, about two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Man, that did, was... it, did it get there on, on time and unharmed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got there. It got there in one piece. You know, I had to freeze it before, you know, when it was on this side. So it trans, you know, transport, okay. But, but the lady, uh, what was that? Denise, her name's Denise. She was really happy. She got her cake on her birthday from, um, from Stephen Lee. It was amazing, all the way there in Florida. Maybe that's so, what you should that, do: is freeze them and then ship them out, yeah. like Steve said. Yeah. Oh, oh, with the cheesecakes. The cheesecake. I was thinking I wanted to make her a cheesecake because I thought that would be a a, a good cake to. Uh, you know, to send through the mail because uh, I had to send her a cake, you know, that had like the buttercream frosting on top. And, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, when that stuff thaws out, you know, it, you know, if it moves around at all in that box, it's just, you know, it's just going to stick to the side of the box and half the buttercream frosting is going to come up. But if you do a cheesecake, you know, it freeze a cheese and the cheesecakes freeze pretty good. Don't, I mean, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they freeze great. Yeah. Cause they, I know we get sometimes we get that New York cheesecake over here that I eat sometimes. That's pretty good. Yeah. So anyway, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna order I'm gonna order some of your cheesecake, flour and ice cheesecake. Stephen, no yeah. no joke. The key lime cheesecake, bar none, is one of the best pieces of dessert I've put in my mouth to date. It is nice. fantastic. Oh, and right. the burnt the burnt salted caramel yeah, that she brought absolutely. in too is phenomenal oh yeah the salted caramel burnt salted caramel that is yeah i love that stuff wow and it's not it's awesome. not even cracked on the top i was I, that was <laughs> yeah. what i was amazed it was it's really just like you you cut it open and it's like uh-huh. just some of it oozes out oh, yeah. Delicious. oh delicious. yeah thank oh, you man <laughs> i like that that sounds sexy yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's wow. going on out in Palm Springs, buddy? Yeah. All right. Well, let's see here. Um, in in regards to uh, well, the the farmers market and that whole thing, everything's still going. I did just go over to the La Quinta High School, and I'm doing a charity event, you know, for um the Diabetes uh, Association, American Diabetes Association, where I'm going to uh, do a chef. Uh, chef challenge that's on November 2nd so that's that'd be fun you know so I'm just going to use you know all the local produce and all the farmer's market stuff that I can get my hands on and then and then uh, go do a challenge over there so you know that's going good so what's like hot in in the farmer's markets this week yeah so what's hot in the farmer's market well right now we're still looking at in you know on this side of the coast uh we got our our pumpkins are going good, and uh, our our melons are still we're still getting melons right now. We'll get melons till um, maybe the first week of November to start to taper off. Then uh, beans, all our beans are coming in pretty good right now. Uh, sweet potatoes, Swiss chard, some herbs, some thyme. Uh, probably 
might see a few tomatoes now, but definitely that you're coming to the end of that. No more tomatoes after probably another week or so. Switch Switch chard is a very underrated vegetable, man. It is absolutely fantastic. My mom makes it and she does it with onions and like stewed tomatoes type of thing and cooks it. And I've taken that to another level and roasted off some hot fennel sausage. sausage. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, sauteed, after I, I blanched them a little bit, I sauteed these greens in, with the hot oil with some garlic, threw them back in the thing, then in the tomatoes, then cut up the sausage and put it back in. It was like a collard green, if you were like yeah. ham cocks. This was Swiss chard with pizza. Italian, yeah. Italian, uh, Italian collard greens. Right, right. Don't that. My mother does that, too. She takes her collard greens and puts in Italian sausage instead of bacon or ham yeah. cocks. She does it with Italian sausage. Yeah, I love the heavy greens, like the mustardy, yeah. thick fibrous greens. I really do. It's like, because when I'm eating them, they're delicious. And there's plenty of fat in there and stuff, of course, because, you know, I'm cooking with bacon fat and this Absolutely. and that, but it makes me feel healthy. The next time you do a collard green or a, a Swiss chard, add some Italian sausage to it. It is fucking magical. Nice. Mm-hmm. Steve, I got to ship you out yeah. some of my uh, rutabaga sauerkraut that I just finished fermenting. It is fantastic. If you did not say it was rutabaga, I would have never eaten a million years believed it. Rutabaga sauerkraut. So what you, did you put that on, like, what, the mandolin or something? I, uh, I used my food processor and shredded it, and then I just oh, salted it yeah. and let it ferment yeah. for about a month. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I took it off yesterday. I took good. the plate off, got the mold off the top, and then scraped the first layer off, and everything was, like, on the money underneath. It was great. Wow. Oh, I know. And That's a good feeling. Yeah, well, because I had all those turnips and rutabagas that the poor people didn't want, so I took them. And uh, yeah. I got I got two types of turnip kimchi. That's ready. <laughs> it's some good stuff, man. So yeah, I know, that I, is. I had about five gallons of it, so <laughs> I'm not going to eat that much no. sauerkraut. So I'll, I'll ship yeah. you out some. Really? Yeah. I'm going to hold you to that. I want it. No, I I, I want some of that. No, I, I definitely will. I mean, I'll, I'll ship you out all, all, uh, everything I made here. I got some turnip pickles. I got uh, beet pickle turnips. I got jalapeno pickle turnips. <laughs> Nice. Notice we kind of got that almost same texture. It's a little more crunchier, right? And it should very well should be, yeah. but it's just I like it better to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's got. Yeah, I do. I, I like it. Just the wheel here, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the cabbage. God, God bless Google. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what can I do yeah. with all these goddamn turnips? And they would give me recipes, and I was like, all right, let me just see pickled this, that, and they were all coming up. So I did my own little version. But yeah, now I got a shit ton of. Uh, Sour rooted, it's called. Sour rooted, yeah. Yeah. So. Be good on a Reuben. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A rooted Reuben. A rooted Reuben. And then a piece of key lime cheesecake for dessert. Forget about it. Yeah, I'm. I actually now I'm learning so much more about turnips. We just did a news story that in England, the pumpkin shortage because it's uh, too rainy over there and they're not growing. So they're begging people to use turnips to decorate because jack-o'-lantern was originated. It was like an old folktale that this guy Jack was challenged the devil to something. And he was, uh, the devil made him spend the rest of his life with a burnt coal 
inside a hollowed out turnip. So people put carved turnips on their porch to scare away the evil spirits. And that's what the jack o' lantern came out of. And now, isn't that isn't jack o' lantern patio furniture's cousin? Yeah, patio furniture. What's Irish and stays out all summer? Patio furniture. Patio furniture. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, ever since I took all those turnips from the food pantry, uh, I've been just learning nonstop about turnips. It's unbelievable. Can't believe more people aren't yeah. eating them. They're great in soup. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. If I carved out one of those turnips and and put it out in, in my front door, uh, my girlfriend would never be able to come inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hope you're not listening, guy. You went off the <laughs> I know. Spirit, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, well, you know. Anyway, let's nice. how I said that. Nah, not at all. Not at all. You, you guys work at a restaurant or something? You guys, uh, are you working locally around your area in a restaurant, or what's up with that? Uh, guys, well, I used them? to. I used to. And then uh, for the last four years, I was working in a restaurant, but training adults with mental disabilities to get jobs in restaurants in the community. And then I had oh, yeah. a, you know, I got yeah, fucked I up work, with the bosses. <laughs> yeah, I trained Clem. <laughs> But uh, now I do. I run a uh, school lunch program at a school over right over the bridge in Jersey. So I make oh, it nice. up for kids. Yeah, I'm done with the restaurant scene. It's, you know, working with mentally disturbed people and children is the greatest, most rewarding job ever because they tell you like it is, but not and in a mean that, way. Isn't that any kitchen? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? But I mean, you know, like that people like, oh, I want my this, that, that. Working with kids, they love it. One girl came up to me and she goes, "Oh my God, you you you're a great cooker. You cook everything yeah. delicious. I don't yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll eat your stuff." And I'm like, "That's awesome." And then I get the little kid like, "I don't like this mac and cheese." And I'm like, yeah. "That's cool. Don't eat it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's great, you know. Like they really. They respect more stuff, and, uh, you know, between me, you, and a lamppost, I make more money doing this than I did working my ass off in, like, a fancy-schmancy restaurant. Yeah, Uh, And I'm not adding to a drinking problem doing it, because I only work, like, (laughs) two or three days, so. I mean, two or three hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get drunk with a little kid. But I do freelance, Steve, around here, like, on the weekends. I work at my buddy's steakhouse, my other friend's taco joint. You know, just to get my feet wet in the kitchen. But at the end of the night, I'm like, thank God I don't have to be here for the next five days. <laughs> right. It's the same. Yeah. When you're out, you're out, and you kind of miss it. But to do it full time, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. you know, that rewarding part for me is over. Unless I have yeah. my own again. But then you're right, there exactly. days a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do anything. I know. <laughs> I don't do anything. <laughs> but, uh, well, I got hurt a little while back, and, uh, you know, I don't know what I want to do after this anymore. Man. I don't know if I want to go back to uh. the kitchen. I don't know. I just don't know. So, Stevie, in the chat room, Tina says hello. Hey, Tina. Yeah, we, I, said... I, scared, I scared Tina last week. <laughs> Nick and I scared her. Uh, I know. She's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, that's yeah. all right. It's, yeah. it's fine. It's yeah. good radio. <laughs> for sure. But uh, yeah. so, what are you doing for Halloween? 
Yeah, Halloween. Um, what am I doing for Halloween? Uh, I don't. When is that? That's next week. I'm going it's to Las Saturday, Vegas. Yeah. I got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I'll be in Las. I got a dinner in Las Vegas. I'm cooking for some people in Las Vegas. I'm going to go there on Saturday. Uh, I don't know when I'm going. My girlfriend's in charge of all that stuff. I think we're going on Saturday. <laughs> we could be leaving Friday, Friday night or something. But uh, yeah, we're going to drive out there. I'm going to cook some good food out there and. Uh, have some fun in Vegas. I didn't realize. I, I'm just putting the, that that together right now. It's, I'm going to be in Vegas during Halloween, which uh, I don't well, know, that man. That's great. Um, that could be yeah, great. Could, that that could be great. It could be really really bad. Well, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hope it goes great. I'm gonna anyhow. I'm gonna do my best to because uh, I got the, I got that competition on Monday, so I got to make sure I get out of Vegas. In one piece, pretty well collected, you know, like have my wits about me. So when I come back on Monday, I'll be ready to cook. But yeah. So well, why you do like Ozzy? Why don't you do like Ozzy would do and just come right from Vegas, have someone dump yeah. you in on this cooking competition and just tell you, oh, you have to cook right here. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I know. So I'm gonna be. I basically I'm working with uh, four culinary students from the high school, right? Oh, and awesome. I'm taking, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going into the high school and uh, working with uh, kids, you know, because these kids they they want to get in, you know, they want to get into cooking and this whole thing. And so uh, basically, I, you know, I'm supposed to go in there and kind of inspire, you know. Right. All right. So, all right. So don't don't go know. in all, all uh, you know fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like. How come those four kids went on to uh, have crack habits? I learned it from watching yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was talking, so, uh, I was talking to him. Yeah, I was talking to him today, and and they were just like, I was, you know, because they so they introduced the kids to me today, right? And and they're so they're like, um, they want to, they you know, they want to get to know me or whatever, you know, they want they want to, they just want to get to know me, and all of a sudden. I give I give each one of them a piece of paper and a pencil and I say okay start writing this stuff down. I go okay you're gonna you're gonna make crabs okay you're gonna make bechamel okay you're gonna you're gonna cut the mirepoix and a saute and you're gonna make a tomato sauce and I want you to do the stuffing and I start rambling and so like I'm talking really fast for about seven eight minutes right and then I stop and I looked up at them and they're just. They're just all looking at me with like blank faces. They, they don't even they know. Don't know yeah. They don't know. They don't know what I'm talking about. And then I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh, how long you been? How long you been cooking? How? And they're like, oh, we just got. We're, we're like three months. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to scale this back. So. Whoa. All right. Well, uh, Steve, we gotta actually it's time to get into a food fight if you want to join in, since Christine's here with her American cheesecakes. And Clem is known for his Italian cheesecakes. We're going to go Italian versus American cheesecake. What is your favorite? Oh, my God. Okay, it's time. Uh, hold on. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. So, 
you know, Italian, it's, it's an acquired taste, or as Clem says, you haven't had the right one, that's why. But in my opinion, I go American cheesecake because the ones, the Italian cheesecakes I've had has the consistency of when I'm hungover and guzzle a half a gallon of milk and then throw it back up in my mouth. Nice. <laughs> it's like that cottage cheesy, curdled kind of feeling. But I did have Clem's, and it was delicious. It didn't have all that... You know, lumps in it. No, it wasn't but, grainy. It yeah. was a little creamy. It's got to have a little bit of lump in there, but it's mostly creamy. But after having Christine's cheesecake today, hands down, it's probably the best cheesecake I've ever had because of that creamy center. It's just fantastic. I'm I didn't need to drink with it. I didn't need to drink with it, you know? Yeah. So I'm going American. How about you, Clemmy? Come on now. I, I got to go Italian. I have to. And again, I do like American cheesecake. I love it. Again, the problem with that is most people, like you brought up earlier, had said, you know, it's overcooked. It's got to look like it's not done. It's got to be creamy. It's got to be a little soft. Right. So, all right. So, right now, I'm sure, Chris, where do you go? I go with American. All right. So, you know, we got American as two. We got Italian one, Filomena. Sicilian. Italian. All right, so it's two to two. Stevie, have, have you had a lot of Italian cheesecake? Or well, would, uh, like, would you consider tiramisu a, a type of cheesecake? No, Italian cheesecake with... is made with like regatta. Okay, so like, let's say I make a let's say I make a zucato, right? And, and I stuff the zucato with ricotta, right? Would that right. be, is this what we're talking about, like an Italian cheesecake? Because, I mean, I made zucato before and stuff. That was ricotta, and, and I would consider that an Italian cheesecake. And if that's considered an Italian cheesecake, then I'm going to have to say that, although generally American cheesecake, I believe, is maybe a standard as far as the, like, the you know, what people think about cheesecake, I think actual flavor you can actually get better flavor from an Italian cheesecake if you do it properly. All right. That sounds, that sounds like Italian to me all the way there, pal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, well, of course. Of course you would say and we got some votes Tina online. Tina says American. All right. Tina's we got, Facebook messaged me. She's got American down. We got Joe Morrow saying Italian. Colleen Perrine saying American. All right. And then we got Tony Giovanni saying Italian. Only Italians say Italian. I know. Yeah. Tony Giovanni. Yeah. They, they say anything that doesn't have a vowel at the end. They'll feel like they're, you know, doing their people wrong. So, I mean, you know. like the cheesecake. But the problem with Italian cheesecake, I think, and like you said, it probably is because you're not getting it right, is it always has, like, those big hunks of, like, candied lemon and orange and... I hate that. I hate that. Just a little bit of lemon zest and a little bit of orange zest. That's it. Yeah. You know what my worst yeah. part about an Italian cheesecake is when I swallow like the grandmother's armpit hair that was in it because she's wearing a whole. She's wearing one of those like house dresses and it's so hot. The other week I bit into my cheesecake and had a wooden spoon hanging at it. <laughs> Oh, what do you do? What do you do? That was right after I got my piece of lasagna for Halloween for trick or treat. <laughs> after it melted during the bottom of your bag. <laughs> I like when uh, for Halloween when they pour a box of cereal and then milk after it into my bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
and chicken wings. I love chicken wings for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. And think about that, though. We changed the whole concept of Halloween, and instead of giving out candy, you went door to door for different foods. Oh, like jalapeno poppers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you go, who's got a jalapeno? Who's got a potato croquette? Who's got little mini rice balls? And you can just go around the neighborhood and share food. Yeah. That's well, Ray in the chat idea. room says Americana. So we're tied up. But, you know, my father does this when he, when we were kids, and he used to answer the door and get dressed up. He refused to give candy. He would give apples, oranges, like all food. Or if he didn't like the kids, he'd flick the side of the bag with his finger and make believe he was dropping stuff in. I'm like, why are you doing that? You're embarrassing us. He goes, listen. Trick-or-treating was originally called Ragamuffin Day, and it was all, we would dress up like bums as kids and go around, and people would give, like, onions and, like, food because it was supposed to be, like, kind of like homeless kids going around getting food for their houses. I think we need to bring that concept back, though. Forget, forget the homeless factor. Think about if we started a new Halloween movement. I guarantee you we would get on the news. We would make fucking history. Where if we organize a couple of blocks in an area and say, instead of giving candy, we're giving away healthy snack, healthy food, <coughs> cooked food, and we do every house as a different thing, and just the house in that neighborhood go trick-or-treating to each other, do it even on a day, the day after Halloween. Yeah. So that way you don't get regular trick-or-treats. You do it a day after Halloween, and we have our own little trick-or-treat thing. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that was Ragamuffin Day. They used to have parades or something called Ragamuffin Parade. We got to look that you up. You up. You come to my house, you get a little prosciutto and mozzarella. You go to the store, you get a rice bowl. Yeah. You go up the block, you get a Halloween papa. Halloween papa. We can call it that. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a Halloweeny. It's a little ho- ho- hollowing out jalapeno. Halloweeny papa. <laughs> 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 what is this? Is this the uh, is that the special face? I guess <laughs> But yeah, that that would be wild if you went around almost like like a uh, yeah, like a farmer's market or something. Everyone's giving you, you know, that's one of my favorite things. That rock soup party. Did you ever go to one of those? No. It's it's a rock soup party, and whoever runs it has the rock, but everyone brings different stuff, and you go, you drink, and hang out, and you throw everything that people brought into a pot with the rock, and you make soup. And you get shit-faced and eat soup well, with a thousand rock, things I, in it. There was something I was just watching where these chefs had these rocks. It was Andrew Zimmerman, Bizarre Foods, as a matter of fact, and they, these special rocks in, I think it was uh, Croatia he was in. And this woman took these rocks right from the ocean, and apparently they have, like, a salty, really clammy, like, like, literally, like yeah. some kind of animal or sea creature feeds on it and leaves its remnants on it. It tastes just like the sea creature and the water, and she boiled, and that was how she made her stock. Instead of doing, like, you know, you mirror apply your celery, right, right. onion, she used a rock-based soup, and it was fucking supposed to be fantastic yeah. very healthy for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I saw it, and because they say the minerals of the rocks and yeah. everything else, it's... uh. But yeah, we're not talking about crack rocks here, people. Yeah. Although Andrew Zimmerman was was a junkie. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. I love him too. Great guy. Future guests. Yeah. You know, (gasps) people said that he. Can I come in that day? Yeah. Yeah. Like a talk. Hell yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that would be a great idea. Vegetables, like potatoes and stuff, just going around trick or treating. I would buy somebody gave me a good boots. I can see that being like a Food Network challenge almost. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people have to run from house to house and you have to find the ingredients you need. Oh, nice! Yeah, we're getting a lot of ideas going on. It's a good little, it's like a little group right here. <laughs> and it's been since then we came up with a menu for the day. Just <laughs> <laughs> sitting around like, what's up, Wayne? Well, you know, who left the half? By the end of the show, we can probably it. have a TV show with a new holiday idea. Yeah. Why don't we just invent our own holiday? Yeah. Festivus was yeah. Uh, made a main holiday. Yeah. So was Mother's Day. Christmas. <laughs> I guess you had to watch the old Christmas Kwanzaa. Christmas Oh Lord. Yeah. So um, up. We oh, lost Steve. Oh, we just lost Steve. All right. Well, you know, what are we gonna do there? So actually, we're in a dead tie for this. Um, we are in a dead tie. Yeah. We're in a dead Clem tie. Is, Clem has the right idea. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tina said rock soup parties are the best. I'm so happy you brought that up. But maybe, it is it is kind of cool. Uh, My mom used to. Uh, we got they, Steve yeah, back. Her, her friends used to do it, and she would dress up like an old bag lady and just show up with her stuff, and she was the only one dressed up. So, so apple trees the don't grow on a tree. Welcome back, based Steve. on the children's book, Rock Soup. Yeah. 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 So. Stevie's back? Yeah, Stevie. What's up? We lost you there. Oh, hey, what? oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, so just don't pay attention. <laughs> That's all right. Neither do we, so I need you to sit right in. All right. All right. Can so, you guys uh, hear me all right? Yeah, yeah we, we hear you perfect. Yeah. All right, good. So what do you think Not about our Halloween idea? What do you think about our Halloween idea, man? Instead of giving oh, away... Yeah, yeah. You know, candy, okay. give away, like, cooked food, like, you know, lasagna, pizza. No, not even cooked. Like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. strawberries. Fresh out of your garden stuff. You know, okay. Well, this the problem is, is when it's I, over, it's more garden. Yeah, true. When I was Camp. at the school, like, I, I used to go into schools and uh, build uh, raised beds and show the kids how to plant vegetables and stuff like this, right? And then right. I would take them all on a field trip to the farmer's market. And get like I would get you know they could get like strawberries or raspberries or blueberries or some of them got asparagus carrots and so forth and so forth. Now at first they they didn't like you know they didn't really appreciate the uh, the fruits and the vegetables as much as they appreciated the candy right. But then right. after I start showing them after I start showing them how to uh, cook it like I'd bring them into the kitchen and have them start preparing. You know, like cutting the carrots and cutting the celery and, uh, you know, maybe washing the strawberries and so forth. After they got more involved in it, then they started to prefer to eat the fruits and vegetables as opposed to the candy. Like the candy. So this is what I think is going to happen. Like this is what I think is important is like if you get if you build a relationship with the food, you make the food more interesting. There is no relationship between you and a candy bar. The candy bar comes in a wrapper. It's already taken care of. All you do is open the wrapper and you stick it in your mouth. Big F and deal, right? There's no, there's right. no romance there. There's no love affair with that. But if you said. put a seed, if you put a seed, if you put a seed in the ground and you watch it grow, you fall in love with it, right? You give right. a kid a little seed and you have that little kid put the seed. And if he, if that kid sees the seed sprout, oh my goodness. That kid gets happy, right? I, I definitely, 
I definitely wholeheartedly agree with you, but I got to tell you, I do love a good Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, and I think I am definitely going to fall in love. <laughs> Try planting one. See what happens. <laughs> Try planting one. No, so, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I would not call. Hey, I would not call that love. I would call that lust because you're not yeah, looking for it. Yeah, true. It's just, it's, right. It's, it's, yeah, know, yeah. You, All right, you I lust, give you that much. You lust. When love, you got to build a relationship in order to create love, right? I mean, like I yeah. walk down the street, I see beautiful women. That's just lust. But yeah, I do build a relationship. I take it in bed with me. I put the cup on my pillow for a little while. <laughs> I like get a little stuff. <laughs> My wife gets a little voice and I start nibbling at it. <laughs> okay, this is a family show here. Yeah, but but it is true though. Even with regular food, if you cook with a kid, they'll eat it. If you don't, and you're making something like I don't like that, I don't like that. And if it's you true, sit though. there and yeah. cook with a kid and, and get them involved, they'll be so proud and they'll sit there and eat it. I mean, my niece, my brother-in-law built a chicken coop in their yard. And they have about 14 chickens. She nice. loves. Going in there, she plays with the chickens, she eats the eggs, loves it, and then there's one that they might have to kill, so she changed its name to food, because she can't wait to eat it, because she raised it. So she's like, oh, yeah, well, he's no good, because he's a rooster, and, you know, he's annoying the neighbors, and he's biting the other chickens, so when we kill it, we're going to eat it. She's psyched. You know, yeah, I got no problem with killing annoying animals like that, but I went deer, I went deer hunting, and we have a house upstate, and I literally, I was on the quad, and, you know, I got the shotgun, and the deer, they were friendly, because they used to some of the people around the houses, so I kid you not, I rolled, I had, was on the top of the hill, I see a whole bunch of deer in the, whatever you want to call it, the meadow, and I just rolled down the hill, I don't, I shut the bike off, and I coast down the hill, and I got the gun pointed right at the friggin' thing, and I got, I got him. I got him, and as I'm ready to pull the trigger, I'm getting closer, and he's looking at me with this really cute little look, and I rolled right up to it, and stopped, and I'm uh-huh. head, and it's like, nudging me with his nose, and I'm like, motherfucker, I can't shoot this thing now. That's lust. I couldn't kill him. <laughs> so anyway, they do this to me, yes. No, but I know you, but I, could, I couldn't kill Like, you get a chicken that clung, it's dirty, it's smelly, it's chilling all over the, I have no problem chopping his fucking head off and roasting the thing. But, you know, it, it was cute. Yeah, know. but if you were into making some nice, like, aged prosciutto with the back hind of the, the deer, you would have shot that thing in five seconds. Yeah, no, not this one. He was special. He was. He was the only one. He was like 40 of them. He was the only one that stood there. And he hung out with me. Like, I was riding around on the bike. He was like, he would creep up behind me and he would, like, kind of follow me. It was the, the most bizarre thing ever. He was waiting for the right moment to slash your throat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went out the next few days looking for old Roscoe when I couldn't find him. Yeah. He went through four jars of peanut butter on his crotch just to find me. Uh... <laughs> nope, that's not the one. Nope. Next. Uh... <laughs> Actually, I have one of those blocks of salt wedged out of my ass cheeks. <laughs> Come home, Roscoe. Come on, Roscoe. Oh, good lord. Yeah, but it's but you know, I, I mean, it is. You get kids involved, and they're gonna like it. Well, I think in the U.S. Yeah. we're so separate from our food. Like our food doesn't, you know, like we don't see it get raised and like we right. rushed you're right. you are animals absolutely right you are so separated versus well, like when I went to Italy like I got to see them raise like this, the black pigs for Culatello ooh, yeah. and like these yeah. pigs get like this really happy life and you don't feel bad about yeah slaughtering them because they've lived a really nice life yeah, they're going to be delicious and, and they're going to be delicious because yeah. they're not stressed 
you know? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, that's it. I'm watching all these pioneer shows and these survival shows and stuff, and I'm really getting into, like, I want to go out and, like, get my own food, because you really do. I was in LBI on vacation, and these little crabs that look like bent-up shrimp and dinosaur, like like a weird prehistoric thing, were washing up. So I Googled them. Then I Googled up, can you eat them? Next thing you know, I had all the kids getting them all in a bucket. And I went home, I washed them off, they were still alive, and I sautéed them with garlic, and I was eating them like popcorn. <laughs> and it was the greatest thing ever because it was like living off the land. Well, it, it's, it's amazing, though. And what gets me is a country with our power and our money. And our, you go to some of these other countries that have nothing, the food is so much better because they low they they depend on their resources they live off the land and we like she's saying there's no there's no connection there. these people have an intimate connection with these things and, and it's also more like symbiotic like i was yeah. watching a show about like senegal and how they like prepare their food and there's like a symbiotic relationship between the farmer and mm-hmm. the the person who processes the food and absolutely and it's almost like nothing goes to waste because there's right. there's like a relationship not only between yeah. the people and the food but the people who make Make the food, you know. It's yeah. No, I I I agree. I definitely agree. Nothing yeah. that we do here is. And we're the ones. No. We're the ones that are eating like shit because you like you said you go to Italy, you go to mm-hmm. Japan, you go eat sushi in Japan, or you go eat fish from anywhere in Europe or Italy, Italy. It's totally night and fucking day different. Yeah, like when I was in Poland, I mean it was delicious, but you had to eat the meat that you bought from the butcher shop. That day or the next day, because there's no preservatives, it has a little bit less taste to it because well, they the don't age it or anything. Well, you got to go when you're in these other countries, still. Right. Because like anywhere else, it's good and bad. Right, but I mean, the thing is, there's no preservatives, there's no aging. It's like they kill it, they butcher it, and that's what you got. Yeah. And it's it's just cleaner, and and it's I don't know. I love like I was watching Alaska, the Last Frontier, or something yesterday. And these two guys were going out to hunt the black bear. Are you sure bear. you don't smoke pot? I just I can't help it. Like you're always like on the couch watching these most whacked out shows, and then yeah. you get into them and you'll watch every fucking episode right. of the I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my yeah. wonderful black bear now, like the shoots, because you know they shot the thing and they butcher it right there, and they're carrying it home. And the guy goes, "Listen, if I want to go to the store and get a T-bone." You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, that was good. But he goes, when I go into the freezer and pull out, like, a loin of the black bear I caught, he goes, and it's feeding the whole, like, town, that's a different story. That's, like, the way to eat. He goes, when you go and buy it, it's good, it's not good, whatever, you spent your money. But when you spend two days hunting this thing and then you kill it and then you're eating it for the whole winter, it's great. Well, because you know what it is, too? You watch every step from the kill to the plate yourself. Right. You're on top of every step, and you treat that like it's something special, where you go to a supermarket, you buy the steak, you throw it in a fucking plastic bag, it goes in the trunk of your car on the ride. This thing, you know, you shot it, you skin it, you kill it, you cut it nice, you put it in a little, you know, you're making sure right. every step of the way that that's going right. the right way. Well, it's the same with farmer's markets and stuff. If you go to Pathmark or ShopRite and get celery, onions, and carrots to make a, a stock or whatever, you're like, all right, whatever. But if you go to a farmer's market and there's still dirt on them and stuff, when you go home, just making it yeah. is a better experience. Yeah. Smelling it, eating it is a better experience. Now put yourself, if you grow it yeah. and then make it, it's just going to be 100 times better. Because that shit, you don't know where it's been already weeks. Yeah, I, I tell you, you know. Philomena's mom has a huge garden. The entire backyard is a garden. Her mom grows a shit ton of basil, herbs, little tomatoes, 
Uh, that's when there's bikini flowers, candy corn. There's a lasagna. <laughs> there's a lasagna tree. There's a prosciutto blend. You know, but and gagoots. We got gagoots at yeah. I tell you the truth. Her mom always gives me like a bag of stuff, and it's so fucking different. Right. Her and I go out there, we'll pick some stuff, and it's just it's the experience. It's just totally different. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're actually like, wow, look how you treat. You know what it's do? You treat the ingredients better when you pick the yourself because you pick yourself, but also because it's that much nicer. Right, and you don't want to throw it out because yeah. you threw it, and you know, you feel bad. That there's, you... a re- there's respect there, I think, that yeah. you don't have when oh, you buy something in like a like mm-hmm. a supermarket. You know, you kind of like, yeah, you want to like take, you want to like make it make it to death worthwhile. Right, exactly. 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 Like yeah. I grew this, and I watered it every day, and talked to it, or whatever, you know. And then you like you pick it. You're not going to throw it in your fridge and forget about it. Right. You're like, I got it, or you give it to me. That's the other thing I love about gardens, is the old guy down the street gives you a box with like a zucchini the size of my yeah, leg. That's my mother. My mother was sending yeah. Bob fennels, the tops and all the fennel. That's, wow. that's my mother's therapy. Yeah. She gets up in the morning, she has a morning coffee. Yes, yeah, right. And, and then she's in the garden all day. She's in with her robe yeah. and she goes outside and she just starts doing what she's And it's great because I'm like, Phil, where's your mom? And you'll see this little old woman out in the garden. She's planted away for two, three hours and just a big smile on her face. And then she'll come home. My mother makes this soup, and I'm not a big vegetable soup guy. But her mother makes a vegetable soup with, like, everything from the garden. I'm talking every fucking thing from the garden. Everything. Shit you wouldn't even imagine would go together. Right. You know, like a basil, fennel, tomato, fucking carrots. With eating that food. Right. Fucking this top, that top, beet top. And it is un-fucking-believable. No, not even just doesn't go with a lot of salt either. Right. It's just natural flavor <laughs> from the garden, man. It's just, it's fantastic. Yeah. It is. It's, now try to do that with some pack market, some supermarket board shit. No, nah, not so much. No, nah, no, nah, not at all. But now I know why the gagoots are so big in Philomena's mother's garden. Hey, how you doing? Got it in a row. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a row on. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sowing the seeds of love. <laughs> now we got 18 minutes left. Why don't we talk about a cheesecake again? Right. Let's get back to the cheesecake. Steven, you know, hang tight for a second. You should definitely check out it. I'm telling you, bar none, the caramel is absolutely fantastic with that key lime. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best All way right. to describe it. It's it bites, it bites you in the God. back. You get that little yeah. lime in the back. Oh, it's nice. So, tell me, you got a website, you oh, got yeah. a Facebook page. Website uh-huh. is flowerandice.com. Like and That's F-L-O-U-R. Mm-hmm. Right. Flowerandice.com. Yep. And uh, we have a uh, Indiegogo going to help us get to the New York City Bridal Expo. So um, it's bit.ly slash flower and ice to help us get to the New York City Bridal Expo. We need fifteen hundred dollars. I got about two hundred so far. All okay. right, all right. It's slow going, but we're getting there. All right. Um, but yeah, we. we and when is the bridal show? Uh, February fifth. Okay. All right. So we. All right. Know, so you got we'll sneak time. up, but yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll work on that. But the Indiegogo ends in November. Okay. So trying to get. Uh, but yeah, just uh, different different flavors. We can always like chat with you if you see if you don't see a flavor there that you want. We can talk about maybe what you do want. Um, I do ship. We do four inch, six inch, nine inch cheesecakes. Mm. Uh, I want a prosciutto and pepperoni cheesecake. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. With, with a peanut butter cup shoved in the middle. Yeah, with a peanut butter cup shoved in the middle of everything. But yeah, visit us at flowerandice.com. Um, you can see my bio there too. Learn a little bit about me. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited. Now, what's like the most bizarre cake you ever made? What's something that you ever asked for? Mm. 
Did it have a file in it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it had a balloon of, of drugs hidden <laughs> inside. I, I used the mule heroin in my case. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. No, I don't. I mean, probably the weirdest thing I ever made was actually at Chow when um, Pat and I made like a chocolate bacon cookie. Okay. So I was thinking about maybe maybe. See, that's weird. That's fantastic. Yeah, like a pretzel cupcake. What was that? The chocolate covered pretzel pretzel bread pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what was that? A chocolate. Say that again. A chocolate bacon cupcake. A chocolate bacon cookie. Mm Mm-hmm. Chocolate bacon cookie. You should do that as a crust on the bottom of a cheesecake. Mm. And then do it on like a. Maybe even a savory, something savory. Chocolate bacon and something kind of savory might be good. Mm. Mix the two. Uh, what I want to do also is a date, bacon, and blue cheese. Ooh. Because I do a pizza like that. Or even caramelized apple bacon and blue cheese. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that Pear. sounds really good. Pears. Caramelized pear Ooh. bacon. Yeah. I, go I mean, bacon goes with everything, right? <laughs> you mean you know, caramelized peanut butter and cups?
I downloaded all this Halloween stuff, and we didn't even uh, get to use it. Just leave but... me the fuck alone! <laughs> <laughs> we can argue back and forth on this stuff. I'm going to play a little fuck now, Clapper. I need more cowbell. So those of you that don't know, I'm actually going to take a picture. Let's rob him over a second. Of Rob's new studio toys, okay? With the fucking bell. Can you move the napkin so we can see all the little fucking toys that you actually have up there? A drum, a fucking cowbell, all kinds of toys. Yeah. And I'm sitting over here with... I'm sitting over here with a half a cheesecake and sauerkraut. <laughs> 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 then again, what am, I, what am I even complaining about? <laughs> That's what happens after that sauerkraut, bud. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I mean, I downloaded, uh, let me just give you a couple of the songs I wanted to play during the show. It's a little Halloween. If you can Have a little. Oh, 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 what happened? What happened? Don't feel the reaper. They're not gonna take it. I was eating some. <laughs> I was oh, eating some Harry Clam the other day and. Trying to do all these things. We have a little Halloween. I, I just want to play them once so I can take them off of the thing and then we're done. So Why can't I take a fucking picture of this stuff? Because my stuff does not show up in the picture. <laughs> yeah, so. That's just, just creepy songs. I love Halloween. I just I was. Jalapeno cheesecake Ooh. and chocolate cilantro. Chocolate cilantro. Yeah, that can know. be interesting. I do. A, I could do a basil strawberry. Ooh, that basil, basil strawberry. Yeah. I can almost almost envision chocolate and cilantro. That might be interesting. Yeah. Maybe something I actually might go home and play with one of these days. Yeah. Look, I just get a Hershey bar, cilantro leaf, chew it right now. See how it goes. See how it goes. Well, I do. I do Take a strawberry mojito that has like. Strawberry <coughs> basil is fantastic. Yeah. Take some strawberries, cut up in a bowl, do some balsamic sugar and some strips of fucking yeah. basil in there. Strawberries and mint. Oh yeah. I like basil better though. Strawberries, basil, balsamic sugar is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, basil is actually not a bad. Like all herbs are good with. with 
with sweet That's like fruits. Yeah. You know, it's a Oh, she's got literally can probably bag up about twenty garbage bags of basil at any time. Oh. Yeah. It's all over the fucking house. It's all over I everywhere. Want some. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. nothing. I'm telling you, you got that basil even up until now. Like my mother's got one in a fucking window. We live on the sixth fucking floor. She lives on, and she got a little pot in a window, like two pots, and it always comes back every year. But now they're like these giant fucking basil trees. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, Fantastic. I love you. You're making a stick. Think about it. You're making a sauce, and you go right out to your garden and pick everything you need for that sauce. Forget it. Right. So, all right. Well, we're we're winding down here. Yeah. We got uh, Steve. Thanks again for calling in, buddy. You got anything to push for this week? We got your Vegas yeah. coming up. Can you talk about that for a quickie? Oh yeah, yeah. Just uh, just remember when you bring your vegetables home from the farmers market. Don't wash them right away. All right? Yes. Yeah, oh, your, right. Just keep them, keep them dirty and just wash them right before you eat them. And then yes, I just wanted to say, you, the goose you know. When you bring them. Now, is yeah. that because they're like a sponge and it'll soak all the water in and then sit? Or is, is there a reason for that? Yeah, it just keeps everything fresher. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to uh, give it a longer life in your refrigerator if you keep the moisture away from it. Just keep yep, them in, in, as na- as, in their natural state as long as you can. And then right before you're going to go eat them or something like this, you know, then that's when you go and you clean them, you know. But I just wanted to say my one last thing, like I want just a little smart thing to say, is that, you know what, everything in the entire universe has to eat, right? Everything yeah. that's living has to eat. So let's let's, like, Let's just eat good, man. Let's just eat right. some good food, right? Let's just do it. Let's just eat good food and have some fun cooking and just celebrate the local farmer's markets and all that stuff, all right? Right. You should eat things that eat that need nutrition. Like, candy doesn't need to have nutrition, <laughs> you know? Like, so eat vegetables. That needs the minerals from the earth and all this stuff, yes. water and everything, but... You know, well, uh, fried chicken, that that needs something. That eats. Yeah. That's, that's like a, a large yeah. thing. But I know what you're saying. we got to eat better. Because if yeah. you do look around the world, you know, they just are in such better shape. Mm-hmm. Except they have bad health care. So, you know, like their average age is 50, but they look great when they die at 50. <laughs> <laughs> Us, we live to 80, but we have, like, they just amputate up off because we can't. We're eating all these chemicals and antibiotics and steroids and shit that's just not good for you. And, you know, and it's evolved into that because 20 years ago, growing up, you know, meat didn't taste the way it tasted. It was so much better. The the World Health Organization just came out with their report today that said stay away from ham and and right, cold cuts, cuts bacon, hot yeah, dogs. You know? Yeah, we oh did a new God. thing about uh, yeah, that and the hot dogs that they found uh, human DNA in. I kid you not. Uh, we just went to the store. I got a pound of ham, yeah, a pound of salami. You're not going to find that in your farmer's olive. market. Right. If you make your own you ham, you're not going to die yeah. from it. But this yeah. other shit that they got, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. You can eat that. You can eat meat and you can eat this stuff. Just make it yourself. Like you made, right. like you made your your rutabaga, fermented rutabaga, you know, like sauerkraut. That stuff's the bomb, right? I want to learn how to cure meats and make salami. 
I'd rather play with the salami oh, yeah. and find the bologna, yeah. but I know. Think about it. I would love to play to play, to make my own. <laughs> so I want to get it. You want to do it with me if I go well, back to I was going to make. I had well, you should have got I, that I, deer. Yeah, yeah, you should have killed that deer. You should have brought home that deer. You know? Yeah. Now, but now. I did have a, I had a, a, a pork butt, and I was looking up how to make prosciutto. And because all it is is really salting it. It's salt. That's it. But you yeah. need a constant temperature mm-hmm. of like fifty oh. to sixty-one degrees. So yeah. they say get an old refrigerator and keep it on that temp and hang it up for a year. Or if yeah. you have a cool basement or something. Because I was all psyched. I wanted yeah. to make my own brujou, you know? Let's let's figure out how to do some dried mini salamis and dried sausages and dried super temperature control. Whatever it is, let's do it. I'll do it. With salami, you actually need, like, that culture rinse. Yeah. To give it, like, the good bacteria. Yeah, it's like the enzyme and, like and all. Yeah. And then it all grows that light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gobs of but, disgusting goodness. Yeah. Let's do but, that, man. So next week, next week, let's... uh. Let's see who comes up with like a good salami or sausage recipe. All right, you got it. There it is. Let's yeah. do it, man. Let's, a let's, dried let's, sausage. Let's, this way, it's, you can go however you want. Middle Eastern, German, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. I'm doing it. All right, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Recipes next week, man. All nice. right, she's out from uh, Palm Springs, the farm. You right. got it, Stevie, baby. Thanks a lot for calling in. You're the man, brother. I will talk right. to you next week. Good luck in Vegas and good luck at the uh, cook-off at, uh, at the high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I'll send you. A, I'll send you. All right. Later. All right, brother. Later. All right. Well, and Chris, thank you. Yeah. Flowerandice.com. I'm so glad I got to see you again. F-L-O-U-R. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. I'm going to play another Halloween song, though. I've been dying to hear this one. This one's like kind of... This one, I just have to keep doing that. Well, I'm so tired. I'm like, I don't think I broke my wrist on that. <laughs> but, yeah, Christine, thank you. I haven't seen you in years, and you haven't changed. I love you. Philomena, awesome. Thank you. Clemmy Baby, Tina, thanks again. And uh, Steve, and sorry we missed Road to Leo, but I guess uh, making a living comes before us, all right? That sucks. <laughs> All right, everybody. Remember, keep, keep chewing, chewing the, the fat, fat and happy, happy Halloween. <laughs> I put a spell on you. Yeah, because you're mine. Okay, because you're mine. Stop the things you do <laughs> What's up?
Oh, you. 